I'm Ryan. Welcome to Bible on the Beach. Now today we're going to be in Acts chapter 6 as we look forward to another day of uh, disciples making disciples in churches, uh, planting churches. Now today, uh, let's get right into it. You know, God has something that he wants to say to you today through his word to encourage you and keep you filled up as you live uh, today for him. So Acts chapter 6 today, starting in verse 1, during those days, the number of Jesus' followers kept multiplying greatly. You see, God always wants to multiply disciples and multiply churches. You'll find that here in the book of Acts. Uh, but a complaint was brought against those who spoke Aramaic by the Greek-speaking Jews who felt their widows were being overlooked during the daily distribution of food. There's a little bit of race conflict, culture conflict going along, going on here. Now what happened is God's family growing and multiplying is exciting. Every time you add a language, every time you add a culture, and every time you add a country, you have conflict. It's what happens. Understand it, anticipate it, accept it. It's not new. It's part of God's kingdom expanding. More people, more problems, more opportunities to learn. If you view problems as opportunities to learn, you do great. If you view problems as an opportunity to get upset, no bueno. So, The 12 apostles called a meeting of all the believers and told them it's not advantageous for us to be pulled away from the word of God to wait on tables. We want you to carefully select from among yourselves seven godly men. Make sure they are honorable, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, and we will give them the responsibility of this crucial ministry of serving. That will enable us to give our attention to prayer and the preaching of the word of God. Now, delegating leadership to people that you trust is a key lesson to learn as a follower of Jesus. Now, if you have any type of responsibility at all, serving God, there will come a time when you don't have the ability to meet that responsibility because you have something else come up, something happens. At that moment, you will need to reach out to someone that you trust, full of the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter if it's feeding people or helping people get water or picking up food for church. You'll need to reach out, develop, give someone opportunity to grow in their responsibility and ability. Spiritual delegation is a key thing to learn. And they did a good job here. They said, look, I can't spend my entire day figuring out how to debate Stoics and philosophers in the temple and also administer a food program. By the way, both are great things. Both are great things. Again, you add more people, more countries, more cultures, then you move from uh, people that have general responsibilities to people that have specific responsibilities. The broader God moves, the more specific your role becomes. And so you have to develop and give people the opportunity to learn. Now, 
how did this happen? Well, it happened on the spot. God moved, asked this person, boom, boom, boom. And, and God works and flows. You see, if it's God's church, God knows how to lead it. You just got to get out of the way. Make sure people are humble and full of the Holy Spirit. And when they are, you've got somebody who can, who can rise up and develop in their own growth and leadership. So, everyone in the church, verse 5, loved this idea. So, you'll know when something's from God because people will love it. You'll say, hey man, could you, could you, would you consider help with this? Absolutely, I got it, no problem. And we see this happen all the time. And so, there will be a joy when God's asking someone to step up and do something. There'll be a joy. There'll be an openness. So you want to pay, you want to pay attention to that. Um, as a man full of faith and overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Um, everyone in the church loved this idea, so they chose seven men. One of them was Stephen, who was known as a man full of faith and overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Along with him, they chose Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, Nicholas from Antioch, who had converted to Judaism. All seven stood before the apostles, laid their hands on them, and prayed for them, commissioning them to this ministry. So, again, ministries start general, and then they move to specific as we gain gain more uh, more disciples and more more churches. Now, look at verse seven. God's word reigned supreme and kept spreading. Now, it, it reigned supreme and kept spreading because they were able to devote their time and attention at that time to what they were supposed to be doing, which was preaching and proclaiming the good news of Jesus in all of the public spaces and places that God had put on their heart to go. So they had the time to be able to do this. Now, the number of Jesus' followers in Jerusalem grew quick, uh, quickly grew and increased by the day. So again, now God's moving powerfully. More people, more followers, more people learning, more people growing. This is incredible. It says even a great number of Jewish priests became believers and were obedient to the faith. So now God is moving in the religious leaders of the time. They're learning about Jesus. They're following Jesus. It's all beautiful. It all happened because they were willing to stop, to pray, to have other people lead. And, and then God kept, kept doing great things. Now, Stephen, verse 8, was a man full of the Holy Spirit and super, supernatural power, performing many astonishing signs and wonders and mighty miracles among the people. This upset some men belonging to a sect who called themselves the men set free. They were Libyans, Egyptians, and Turks. They all confronted Stephen to argue with him, but the Holy Spirit gave Stephen remarkable wisdom to answer them. His words were prompted by the Spirit, and they could not refute what he said. So, God was moving so powerfully through Stephen that he gave him the words to address every point of attack, every criticism, every question, every point raised, every idea. That's how much God moved through Stephen. These people got so upset that it says, so the men set free conspired in secret to find those who would bring a false accusation against Stephen and lie about him by saying, 
we heard this man speak blasphemy against Moses and God. So, lies, libel, fake news, um, a ruse, all of these things have been around for thousands of years. Will you be falsely accused? Yes. Will you be lied about? Yes. Will you be criticized? Yes. It's part of the package. How do you respond? You don't say anything. You don't say anything. You allow God to say it for you. You allow God to respond. God is big enough to defend us. Follow the model of Jesus. Jesus never responded. He let God do the work. That's our model, Jesus. You don't respond. You keep doing what God's asking you to do. Verse 12, the men set free, agitated the crowd, the elders and the religious scholars, then seized Stephen and forcefully took him before the Supreme Council. One after another, false witnesses stepped forward and accused Stephen, saying, this man never stops denigrating our temple and our Jewish law. For we have heard him teach that Jesus of Nazareth will destroy the temple and change the traditions and customs that Moses handed down to us. Every member of the Supreme Council focuses gaze on Stephen for right in front of their eyes while being falsely accused. His face glowed as though he had the face of an angel. Now this is an example of God giving someone complete peace as they're being mistreated, persecuted, and lied about. Let me ask you a question. Are you facing something in your right now, in your life right now, where it's not fair and it's not fun? If you're facing something in your life that isn't fair and isn't fun, you can have a peace that radiates on your face. You can have a peace that radiates in your heart because God will fill you with the joy that is greater than your circumstances. Jesus said, my peace I have, my peace I give to you, not peace as the world gives. The gift of God is an unbelievable peace and joy in life's most difficult circumstances. That is the gospel. This is what Stephen is facing. And he was so locked into God, he shined, he had a joy, he had a radiance, I want us to pray right now that no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're facing, that our faces would shine, that our hearts would overflow, that we would have joy, that we would have peace, that we would feel that power and that love flowing through us like a river at all times because God is greater than our circumstances, greater than the things that we face, that he will give us the joy and the peace in everything that we face. And I pray that God gives you that today. And I hope that you've been encouraged uh, today by Bible on the Beach. If it's encouraging, please share it with a friend. If God's put it on your heart to give, uh, to multiply disciples and churches, help people get water, then you, there's a little Bitcoin address at the bottom of this. And uh, I pray uh, that until we next time, that you've enjoyed Bible on the Beach. Thanks so much.